Today is episode nine of the 10 day money reset. We're getting close to the end. And on today's episode, I'm gonna give you some guardrails on how to properly align a budget. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to this episode of the Find Your Money Path show. We're on day nine of the 10-day money reset. And on today's episode, like I mentioned, I'm gonna give you some guidelines for different sections of the budget and some just general percentages on the, you know, what's the low end for that section? What's the high end? So for example, what's a general guideline for how much you should spend on housing? The budget can be so confusing and there's so many different line items in a budget that you know, it can get tough to figure out, well, how do we allocate this? Like what's a proper allocation? What's a proper balance with all these different areas? I don't know if I'm spending too much on groceries or I don't know, is my house payment the thing that's killing me or my rent? Like what's, what's going on here? We all need a little bit of structure uh, or guidelines with this whole money thing because it just feels like, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And when we have a little bit of, you know, guidelines or some structure there, it just can help us keep, keep us on track. So what I want to do is I've put together a, uh, just like I said, a, a list of these guidelines and they're just low end and high end percentages for each different budget category. And if you want to follow along, go to the blog, findyourmoneypath.com slash blog and look for episode nine of the 10 day money reset. I'm going to have this graphic posted right there so you can follow right along. And, you know, a couple things to keep in mind as, as we're going through this is this is an ideal budget. Okay, so this isn't going to fit everyone's situation. So, for example, I have a section where we talk about like alimony or child support, and I kind of say, you know, that section should be between zero to five percent of your income. The reality for some people is that that just doesn't happen. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but I want to go ahead and jump on into this. All right, so what I'm going to do is is just kind of best describe this. If you're not able to look at the chart, I'm going to just kind of best describe it as I can. On the left-hand side, you've got category, then I've got a low percentage, a high percentage, and then I've got uh, another ca- uh, column that's what's in each category. So I'll just kind of start and read this chart down. So for the giving category, we have between zero and 10% of your income. This is any kind of giving if you give to church or anything like that. Now, I say... When I say high, again, keep in mind, these are general guidelines. If you want to give more than 10% of your income, I mean, I think that's incredible. But these are just general guidelines, so keep that in mind. Savings, between 15 and 20%. This includes savings, retirement, college, medical, all, the, all different uh, types of savings. Taxes, between 15 and 20%, and this includes federal, state income, Social Security, Medicare, all that good stuff. Consumer debt. The ideal budget has 0% consumer debt. These are car loans, these are credit cards, these are student loans, this is medical debt. And the reason is when you take money away or when you take money and put it in the consumer debt section, you have to take it out from some other section. And when you take it out from some other section, well, that just means you get to spend less on some of the more fun things that you want to spend money on. Housing between 25 and 30% of your income. And typically how I group this together is mortgage or rent, utilities, furnishings, maintenance, and or HOA dues. And just to clarify utilities, I typically don't count cable and internet in this or cell phone. This is just like electric and gas, that kind of thing. Next section is food and health. This is uh, between 10 and 15% of your income. Groceries, health, dental, vision insurance, out-of-pocket medical expenses, that kind of thing. Next section is transportation. This is between 5 and 10% of your income. Gasoline, 
auto insurance, maintenance. And remember, if you have a car payment, we've already taken that into account in an earlier section in the consumer debt section. The other thing I don't know that I actually mentioned in this is this is this is off your gross pay, not your net, because we've got taxes in here. So these are percentages off your gross pay before taxes and all this stuff comes out. Miscellaneous, this is zero to 5% of income. Child care, child support, alimony, tuition, other types of insurance, and again, for some people, this is unrealistic. I just kind of put a little bit of a bucket in there for, you know, kind of the average person who might have one or two of those things. And if you have children, you know, 5% of your income, you would love to pay that for child care. So again, you just have to keep in mind, depending on your situation, if your miscellaneous section is high, all that means is that means you have to go sacrifice that money from somewhere else. That means you might save less. That might, that means you might try to knock out some debt so you don't have as much money you're spending on debt or that might that might mean you have to cut out some entertainment the reality of this is you just have to cut from somewhere else because there's only 100% of your income that you can allocate. The last section is other slash entertainment. And I typically put this between 10 and 15% of income. This includes cable, internet, cell phone, eating out, gifts, personal care like nails, hair, makeup, that kind of thing, pets, vacation, clothing. There's a lot of stuff that can go into that category. And other and entertainment is typically the category where money always, always tends to flow to. Uh, especially if you don't have any goals around savings. It can real easily flow down into other entertainment. And a lot of times people will have 40, 50, 60% of their income going towards other entertainment. So just to wrap this episode up, to, to think about this again at a high level, you only have 100% of your income that you can give, that you can allocate, right? And we know we should you know, hopefully be saving some of that. We've got to pay taxes out of that. We know we've got like dental and medical insurance. We've got groceries, we've got gas. Hopefully you have some sort of a saving or a giving plan in place. By the time you incorporate all these things in, there might not be a whole lot left. But what I've seen people do to kind of move forward with money is they've, if you know where you're allocating money right now, and you can kind of look at this. This is a this is a higher level version of kind of what we did in the past couple of days where you looked at where all the detailed money is going. This is kind of a higher level version. We've kind of pulled back a little bit and we're looking at it from the 30,000 foot view. All this does is then it allows you to look at this and say, okay, well, if this is how I'm currently allocated, how do I compare to this, you know, these general guidelines and what areas of opportunity do I have to move some things around to kind of get back into alignment? So what I'd love for you to do is if you've taken that last month of expenses and gone through and categorized it, you should easily, easily be able to calculate all this out. So I would love for you to look at this chart on the blog, findyourmoneypath.com slash blog, look for episode nine, it's going to be right in there, and compare that to, to the, uh, the last month of actual expenses that you put together and just see where you're at on these different categories. And I think you're gonna be, your eyes will be open to at least one or two different areas where you're like, yeah, I can make a change there.